0: At 6.44 p.m. on February 13th in Salt Lake City, Utah, an 18-year-old Salt Lake City resident and Bosnian immigrant named Sulishman Talovic entered Trolley Square Mall with a shotgun and began a shooting spree. In the end, nine people were shot and six were killed, including Talovic himself. One of the witnesses to this event was Matt Lund, father of six children and member of the LDS Church. This is his story, today on Mormon Stories. Matt Lund, thank you for joining us on mormon stories you're welcome what can you What can you tell us about the event
1: well we uh, my wife and I were running some errands, and uh, she manages a children's clothing store down in trolley square um, it's called the Secret Garden. It is directly south of the stationary store, Tabula Tabula Rosa, and uh, across the hall and a little bit south of the cabin Fever, where uh, several of the shootings took place, um, we were going to be there for about ten minutes. We ran in, and we were there for maybe four or five minutes, and we heard some lar- loud banging noises uh i i didn't uh think of gunfire at first sounded like somebody slamming the lid on a, on a big metal dumpster um, but as they uh, as they kept uh, occurring probably after four or five of those sounds uh we were uh, getting curious. I stood up we were we were approaching the uh, out of the going out of the back office and into the store and the uh, one of our employees uh, uh, came running towards us. she said there's somebody in the mall shooting she said somebody's shooting out there and so we gathered all of the customers we had three customers in the store and then uh, myself, my wife, and and this um, employee, and we went back into the uh, business office of the store, which is fairly secure. We locked ourselves in there and, uh, you know, listened. My wife immediately got on the phone and called uh, 911 to tell them, you know, obviously about the shooting, but more so that we were, Barricaded in the office there. This whole time, the shots are getting louder and louder.
0: How are people? Uh, how are you feeling? And how are the people that you were with feeling? And oh, and well, they
1: were. It was. It was quite trying. Um, we were trying to reassure everyone that we were going to be okay and that that we were safe. But uh, as the shots, which were. Very deliberate. Uh, it would seem as though every minute or, or 40 seconds or so, you'd hear another one. There were big uh, pounding shots of a, a shotgun. Occasionally, we would hear gunfire that sounded more tinny, like a pistol. Uh, you know, we were we didn't know if that was the gunman or if that was... Uh, Hope We were hopeful that that was someone pursuing the government.
0: Were you feeling pretty but, safe because of where you were and how you were locked in? Were you feeling pretty safe, or were you not feeling uh, safe?
1: Well, at first, I felt very safe. But as the shots became louder and louder, accompanied by glass breaking and screaming, it, it, it got scarier. And uh, eventually, the pounding of the gunshots and the yelling of, we didn't know who, or, uh, you know, screaming and yelling, came closer to the back end of our store, but we, as the pounding shots got louder and louder, some of the gals were screaming as, you know, the shot would go, and then uh, we were trying to quiet them down. I didn't want the gunmen to hear our location uh for fear he might try and shoot a hole through the wall um uh cuz i was pretty sure by then that he had a shotgun just by the sound of it so we were very worried at that time and i was just starting to contemplate whether or not we should go out into the out through the doorway back into our store and try and run out the front of our store because that seemed to be going away from the, uh, the noises that, that we were listening to. Um, right about that time, before I could uh, try anything foolish, we heard clearly, as clear as they were on the other side of the wall from where we were, we could hear the police yell, Police! drop your weapons, police, and immediately heard one last shotgun blast followed by a barrage of gunfire, at least uh, 10 or 15 shots, uh, followed by silence, which was uh, very welcomed. (laughs) Uh, We were, uh, we all just were kind of shocked at what we had just heard. We we were thankful for the silence, and two police officers came into the front of the door. Uh, I opened the door. They came in, uh, talked to us. Uh, they said they knew that we were in there, uh, but they weren't ready to evacuate us uh, because there was a report of the second gunman. In hindsight, we found out later that the second gunman was actually the Ogden police officer that was exchanging fire with the uh, with the gunman. Uh,
0: yeah. But, so tell tell uh, our tell our listeners about that. Uh, did you know? Have you read anything about who that man was and what he was trying to do and what his? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I've read quite a bit about uh, Officer Hammond, and and he's uh, definitely a hero in my eyes.
0: Uh, Just give us our, give our he, listeners a quick sense for what he did.
1: Well. Evidently, he was eating a Rodizio Grill, which is the hallway that I just described where where the final gun battle took place, uh, outside the rear and to the north of our store. Rodizio is above that hallway, so he heard the shots uh, starting out at a point further away than we were, from the initial uh, shots uh, but he heard the shots knew what it was uh told his pregnant wife that he uh needed to go uh, help and uh without a uh, badge or any protection of you know a bulletproof vest or anything that you would normally have as a police officer uh he took his firearm and and uh tried to locate the The gunman, you know, warned the gunman, tried to stop him, exchanged fire uh, with the gunman. This, to me, is very important because he slowed this man down. He slowed this young man down, and he uh, possibly diverted uh, a lot of the attention of this young man and, and, you know, could have easily changed his course. In that mall, at any given moment, uh, you could turn a corner and be faced with either a restaurant full of people or uh, a storefront that might be vacant. So, uh, who knows what this diversion uh, did as far as uh, saving uh, possible victims, um, but we, I, we occasionally heard pistol fire, and and uh, that was Officer Hammond uh, exchanging fire with the gunman before the Salt Lake Police had arrived, uh, or or at least before they had um, uh, organized, in, you know, and gotten into the position. Um,
0: and because he was plainclothes, I imagine that. There was a big risk that he would be viewed by the policemen as as the you know definitely. one of the gunmen.
1: Well, definitely, and that that's what took so long to evacuate the mall, even after uh, the gunman was uh, taken out by the police, both both uh, Officer Hammond and the Salt Lake Police. Uh, we were in there for another forty five minutes uh, before we got out because. Some of the people that fled the mall at the beginning of the ordeal saw two gunmen. They saw the gunman, and they saw Officer Hammond, both with weapons, both shooting. So the amazing thing in hindsight is that from the time we heard the first shot until the time we heard the police uh, shoot the gunman and stop him, uh, was approximately six or seven minutes, it, which seems unreal to me because it seemed like fifteen or twenty minutes. Because uh, every second, you're you're uh, wondering what's going to happen next. Um,
0: when you when you were was, when you were allowed to leave, what um, what did you see, or what what are you comfortable well, describing?
1: They came back out and. They let us out with uh, two policemen in front of us and two policemen behind us, uh, guns at the ready. Uh, It was quite surreal. It it felt like we were in a war zone. Uh, As we walked out, the uh, brick uh, pavement of the mall was scattered with shotgun shells. Uh, I, I was amazed at how many shell casings I could see. Uh, like five, somewhere. ten. Oh no, no! Every few feet there was a shotgun shell. Every every five, six feet you'd see a, a shell or a broken window or, or both. Uh, as we got into the main, as we turned the corner t- into the main corridor, you could look uh, down the short hall and see a body. Uh, appeared to be a male. Um, you, you, there down the far hall, uh, down by Bed Bath and Beyond, you could see a body. Uh, they took us around the uh, the front of the Cabin Fever store was was shot up, the glass was broken. Uh, as they took us around the corner uh, to the to ex, uh, we were headed north now. Uh, in front of Pottery Barn, kids, uh, we, we saw a. A body uh, of a teenage girl, uh, in uh, and uh, were the bodies covered? The, um, some of them, and the you know we were uh, walking at a fairly brisk pace, uh, staying in between our escorts. Uh, we didn't really uh, pause at all. Uh, to, to to really look at things, uh, not that we wanted to, nice. and and we were all overwhelmed by what we were seeing too. It was it was too much uh, to take in. Uh, you could have stopped and stood there for ten minutes and and been in awe the entire ten minutes, just looking at uh, all in all directions. So it was uh, quite an overload of scene uh that we that we took in on the walk out uh left there at about 11:15 uh so we got to the mall at about 6:30 and and uh, left about 5 hours later.
0: Mm. Not quite the 15 minute trip you were expecting.
1: No. And and you know, I don't know why uh, we picked that time to go there I, I've thought about that quite a bit in the last few days I don't know if um, if uh, there was some reason we we were supposed to be there to help guide uh, other people's uh, safety or if or if it was just perchance that we were there um, I tend to believe that things don't happen by chance and uh, so I, I don't know exactly uh, how us being there uh, changed or helped the situation. Uh, I only hope that it did.
0: Do you uh, being being um, a member of the LDS Church? How how does faith play into this at all? Does it you know well, do, does does your your spirituality or your your faith um, cause you to ask questions or? You know reassure you or comfort you how how is that playing out for both you and your family, or is it well, just too early to really reflect on that
1: I, I think it'll continue, but just in the last couple of days I have felt um, i had i have, I have felt uh comforted by my faith and my testimony that uh Everything happens for a reason and 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 not that people need to die or or bad things happen but um I'm a big it's a wonderful a wonderful life fan i I do believe that everybody affects everybody else, and that your actions, although they might seem meaningless or trivial, may have an effect on the outcome of, of other people's actions or 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 uh, uh livelihood so for some reason, Barbara and I were supposed to go down there at that time i I think the Lord knew that that was going to happen. I think that uh, whether it was uh for the benefit of us to uh, gain a greater appreciation for the life we enjoy or whether it was for the benefit of other people that may have you know, panicked and gone the wrong way or who knows. But I do feel that our lives are very much intertwined and, and uh, just as Officer Hammond's actions uh, you know, saved lives, we're we're all living in this together there nobody's in a in a bubble we everything that happens is is uh, happening to all of us
0: how's your how's your wife how's your wife feeling if you're comfortable talking about that
1: you know she's doing okay um she her and i have been trying to talk about it a lot um, from all that i've read uh one of the best things to do is to talk about it uh, and to make sure that uh, you're, you're expressing your feelings and getting things out. Um, uh, the, so I've, I've been encouraging her to talk with me about it. Um, she had to go back uh, yesterday or day before yesterday to a meeting. Uh, so this was the day after the shooting on Tuesday. Uh, they had a meeting of all the managers of the different stores and, and discussed uh, what happened and discussed um, when to reopen open and things like that. Um, she was amazed at how well they had cleaned up the mall since the night before and, um, and uh, was you know appreciative of that effort uh but at the same time when she re-entered the mall she said it it felt eerie and and uh she didn't quite you know she was sort of uh, uh uptight about being there again um so it's um i think it's going to take some time for all those involved uh to get over the trauma, um, I think all of these efforts by people to remember the victims and uh, and uh, remember those who, who are injured uh, and uh, you know pay pay respect. I think all of those things help us through this, um, and uh, I'm grateful for uh, the efforts of the police. Uh, their response was uh, amazing and, uh, and forceful, uh, and I don't see any way how they could have uh, handled it better. Uh, and I certainly feel like they saved lives uh, by risking their own. But uh, it's uh, it's. I'm sure it's going to sink in and, and uh, continue to uh give us uh, different thoughts and impressions as to as to uh the so th- value and the meaning of life. Yeah. And, and why we're here to help each other.
0: Yeah. Do we do we kn- what do we know about the the gunman?
1: I all, all I know is what I've what I've read and heard on the news. But uh, evidently, he had quite a troubled life. He he, he grew up in war-torn Bosnia and, and was uh, had to flee his home and was living as a refugee for several years uh, with his mother without his father, not knowing if his father was alive or dead. Uh, they moved uh, to America to try and get a better life. Uh,
0: and and just. Um sort of to close how does this affect your view on life I mean a week ago you were living your life had a lot of had, had six kids had a kid on a mission um, doing whatever you do every day have you have you taken from this a new outlook or a new resolve is there and, and is there any is there any advice or um, thoughts you would offer to a listener uh, based on what you're feeling and what you experienced?
1: Well, most definitely. I I've been very introspective the last couple of days, and and um, very thankful uh, uh, to my heavenly Father that that our lives were not uh, forever changed or or barred by by uh, by one of us losing our lives, or both of us. Uh, uh, I feel so terribly for the victims uh, uh, both the, that are in the hospital in the past. I, I can't imagine the anguish they're going through and the, uh, the, the families are going through. Um, I I think that life is fragile and, and that you never know what's going to happen. And although this is a random thing and it, doesn't happen very often. Uh, Random things like this happen every day, whether it's a a car accident or a a shooting or a natural disaster. Random things happen every day to every kind of people. And so you never know, you know, how long you're going to be here. So you really have to cherish the time that you are here. And when you go through something like this and come out on the other end in one piece, uh, it has to change the way you think. It has to make you appreciate uh, being here that much more, um, uh, or else you're not you're not in tune with, with what's going on. Um, I I uh, I'm very grateful. That I'm able to continue uh, living my life with my family and with my children, and I and I tend to uh, relish every moment. And uh, my wife and I were talking about this last night, and and uh, you know it, it's just uh, there's too many things to be thankful for uh, to take it for granted. So. Um, I, I'm sure we'll continue to learn lessons from this for for some time, but uh, definitely we've we've gained a new perspective on our life here on Earth. So,
0: well, Matt Lund, I I just want to thank you so much for coming on Mormon Stories for sharing your stories, our uh, hearts and prayers go out with you, and of course with all the other um, victims and and those who experienced this uh, tragic event. But we really appreciate not only your willingness to share and talk about it, but the hope and the perspective that, that you uh, that you're offering. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the work you're doing. Thanks again.
0: This program has been a production of Mormon Stories podcast. To comment on this episode or to peruse the archives of past episodes, please visit us online at mormonstories.org. Also, please consider supporting Mormon Stories Podcast by making a contribution today. Thanks again for listening.